Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. Oh, we're today, we're just gonna dive right in. We're gonna go into the topic today of self-care. And I think that this is such a great time of year to really be discussing this, especially in the month of December, because again, crazy town, right? That's how life feels in the month of December for most people. I know for me, it's actually kind of a relaxing time of year outside of driving, okay? I live in a very busy uh, area, and let me tell you, you can tell when the holidays are coming because for whatever reason, the roads get crazy. People are just always in a hurry no matter what time of day it is. It's insane. I remember driving home one night and it was like, I don't know, a Tuesday night. And I'm like, these people are just flying at 10, 10, 15 at night. I'm like, where are you even going? Like, what are you? why are you in a rush? Everybody's in a rush. It's insane. Anyhow, we're going to dive in today to some self-care talk and we're going to just kind of chat about, you know, like really asking ourselves, especially as moms, because I think society, you know, I think we look at self-care as this different thing when in reality we overcomplicate it and it's super simple. And as moms, we need it. We need it so bad. We need to prioritize this in our lives and make sure that we are making this a part of our daily if not weekly practices. And we're going to dive into a couple different areas of self-care and give you some examples and kind of just explore this topic of self-care. So let's dig in. Hey girl, hey, welcome to The Beautiful Shift, where we rediscover who you are outside of motherhood and create a balanced life full of purpose. I'm your host, Sarah, wife, mom, friend, and life coach. I know what it's like to wonder who you even are anymore and what happened to those dreams and desires before kids. Let's embark on this journey together to rediscovering you in this new season using tactical steps and small shifts that bring out that confident, sassy, and driven goal crusher that's ready to live on purpose and by design. Go grab that coffee, yank up your high-waisted leggings, and girl, let's do this. So if you've listened to any of my episodes talking or mentioning self-care, you'll know that I'm a firm believer in there are actual self-care practices. Then there are self-care luxuries that are great, you know, and I'll give you an example, like getting a pedicure. I love getting pedicures. I just, I just love it. It's just great. I love it when my toes look good. It just makes me feel good. But that's not necessarily something I consider as a self-care practice that's non-negotiable in my life because it's going to literally help me in my either mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual state of mind, right? So that's a luxury to me. And that is also something, if we like get super, super real, right? Let's just get a little deep here. So self-care and the way that we view it in society, at least I think the way it's portrayed and and it depends, you know, what, what you're watching and you know, everyone has a different perspective of this, but I do truly believe that it's not fair that we make self-care like this thing that you have to spend money on, all right? Because there are people that cannot afford to get a pedicure. There are people that cannot afford to go get their hair done. There are people that cannot afford to go get a massage. Like that's a real thing. So you're telling me that this self-care practice that's necessary for our lives and that we need to have what about the people that can't afford it they just can't practice self-care like that's just not fair first of all to I guess 
say that, but it, it's just not right. And it's not, to me, it's not true. It's not accurate. So anyways, I digress. Point being is self-care to me, and this again is my personal perspective, but I have found this to be very true in my life, is it is something that is going to help me improve my mental state of mind, my emotional self in some way, or my spiritual self, like my inner Sarah and all the things, right, spiritually, and or maybe physically. So we got mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical, right? These are all different areas that when we practice some form of self-care, whatever that may be, that something is improving, or maybe even all four are improving in some form or to some degree. And I think some good examples, so give you some examples of some self-care that I wrote down and I was like, you know, these are things that for the most part, that really don't cost money, honestly. So we got journaling. We got talking things out with either a friend or someone that you trust, right? I know that sounds super, super simple, but I think we overcomplicate self-care, guys. Like sometimes we just need to talk out our feelings, okay? That's an emotional like release for ourselves is to talk some things out. And I'm not saying complaining. I'm saying talk things out in a, in a strategic way that is going to release your emotions that you have about it or be vulnerable with somebody but also you know take a look at the situation and if it's something you're struggling with or if it's just a feeling you have around something you know maybe specific maybe not so specific maybe it's just a general feeling that you're trying to work through you know talking it out right that doesn't cost anything you just need to find a trusted person okay there's that and we have quiet time we have reading then there's stretching dancing walking brain dumping, prayer, podcasting, like listening to podcasts, not podcasting, listening to podcasts. Maybe you're a podcaster, who knows? But I think these are all amazing practices of self-care that in some form, these things are helping either our mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical state of mind or state of being. And I think that these are super important to make sure that we are prioritizing in our lives as moms. And I think more than ever, I, in my life personally, I have made an emphasis on prioritizing this in my life because if I don't, I find myself getting stressed out, getting overwhelmed, getting depressed. I find myself just not, I don't struggle with an intense level of depression, but I have throughout my life had times where I have struggled with, I would consider a low, um, a low grade of depression. Now, obviously I have nothing to like directly compare that to scale wise, but like looking back I was like, yeah, I was I was slightly depressed in certain ways, right? And I think as a mom now, um, I didn't deal with any postpartum depression or anything like that. But there were times in my life that even when things were going good, I was I was frustrated, and I was stressed out, and I was just like sad about certain things. Like I just wasn't happy, and it's part of it is recognizing things that we need to prioritize in our lives, and I think self care is one of them. And again, as moms, you know, we put everything else before ourselves. And there's that phrase out there, um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, I believe this to a degree. So there are people that will play one side of that and there are people that play the opposite and I'll, I'll explain. So some people believe that like you need to fill your cup before you fill others or before you try to help others. Okay. Now I do believe that. I do believe it's important to prioritize yourself. And I do believe that you should be filling your own cup and taking care of yourself so that you can give to others and help others in a way that's, you know, 
actually, I don't want to say you're not giving at full capacity, but really you're not giving what you could be giving if you are not prioritizing taking care of yourself. So I do believe that. But I also believe the flip side of there are people that say, well, you know, especially like in the Bible, they're like, it never says anywhere in there just to focus on yourself and not help others and da, 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 da. And I'm like, that's a great viewpoint. That really is. I think sometimes we have to consider that we do need to pour into ourselves, but not in the way that the world says to do it. I think that there are so many different things that we don't talk about that we could be doing and that we should be doing so that we are in a good place, right? Or maybe even great or amazing. Like, so we are an amazing place mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then physically too. Now, physically, I feel like is an ongoing thing. <laughs> it's not, I mean, all these things are ongoing, but physically it's like, meh, maybe you're not exactly where you want to be physically, right? With your goals, whatever that may be, whether it's weight, whether it's, um, you know, muscle mass, I don't know. But like, we're constantly working on it though right we're constantly improving even if it's what one percent they say there's like this phrase out there about like if you improve one percent a day you know what I mean that's a win and I'm all over I'm over here all about celebrating every win that's just how I am that is how I live my life and I have to remind myself of that constantly because I am super hard on myself so I'd like to leave you with this I'd like to leave you with a question that you can think on create some intentional time and space to really explore these thoughts and this question. And I would also love if you would journal about it because y'all know I'm all about that journal life, okay? All right, so the question is, what kind of self-care do you need in this season? And where can you get started? I think that this is the perfect time of year to really slow down and reflect and really kind of analyze like, okay, what is it that I need as far as self-care goes, like what is it that I need to start doing? What is it that I can, what can I start implementing right away? And let's stop overanalyzing this. Let's stop over-glamorizing this self-care thing, right? It doesn't always look glamorously amazing like Instagram says, okay? It's not all about spa days. It's not all about our toes looking so sparkly and pretty, even though I love these things. It's not about that. It's really, truly taking a look at our mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health, okay? And it's really making the time and the space and creating that balance in our lives, right? Y'all know I'm all about that balance. And I know I've had to be super intentional about this and really plan out times to implement self-care into my life. But I've had to prioritize this too. Like it's a super important thing as a mom. And I think as an individual, it's super important. And then I think it becomes even more of a like, hey, listen, if you got kids, if you are not super intentional about prioritizing this in your life, you're going to get to a point where you're stressed out, where you're depressed, where you're frustrated, where you're angry, where you're just having all of these bad emotions. And we don't want those. Okay, we don't want those. So I want you to really dig deep into this question. And again, journal about it and or even just write it down. And just maybe talk it out with somebody. Like I said, that talking things out, really talking about our emotions, really talking about how we feel and why we feel that way and what steps we can do. And then of course, taking action, right? So talking it out, right? And then creating an action plan for how can we, you know, work through this. And I believe being realistic too about our self-care practices, 
needs to be something that we actually like sit down and think about as well. All right. So I gave you a couple examples. I'm going to read those out to you again. We got journaling. We got talking it out with a friend. Got quiet time, reading, stretching. Oh, this one I didn't say. Breathing. Taking five minutes a day sometimes to just breathe. And you can do that while you're stretching too. I do that at night. I love to stretch at night right before I go to bed. Um, my hamstrings get super tight. And I know I've mentioned this somewhere on some episode, but I love stretching at night. It just takes a couple minutes. Um, well, usually, I don't know. Sometimes I like watch a movie or scroll on my phone, which I totally shouldn't do right before bed. But I do stretch and I breathe. And that's super good for just our physical and mental like there's proven science behind like stretching and breathing and all these different things right so um stretching breathing dancing walking uh brain dumping prayer listening to podcasts i mean all of these things will somehow affect us in a great way mentally emotionally spiritually or physically but we have to be intentional about it we have to plan for the time to make this happen and we have to prioritize this and remind ourselves that we need this. We need these self-care things in our lives. And these are just a few examples. There's so many other different things you can do. But this is a great place to get started if you're like, uh, I don't even know. Okay? All right. All right, friends. Well, until next week, I hope you have a wonderful goal-crushing week. I truly hope you got something out of today's episode. If you have a moment and enjoyed this show, I would be so grateful if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget, get out there today, live on purpose, embrace those beautiful shifts in this life as you run towards your dreams and desires. And until next time, mama, bye.